What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Fitting in is something that I think it's not that deep, you guys. I wish I can go back to like my high school reunion and all those people that were mean, the guys. It's like, hey, look, look at me now. If there is any advice that I can give you guys when it comes to relationship is really giving yourself the time to heal between relationships. That's what it's about, living your life with intent. It's finding your who before you find your way because we all have a purpose. We all have a mission, a godly purpose here on earth. What up, guys? Thank you for dropping by the Cheekies and Show podcast. Today, I'm going to be coming to you as Janae, not as Cheekies. That's because I'll be dishing out some big sister advice, which is something I wish I had when I was younger. So pull back your hair, throw on some comfortable clothes, and maybe even pour yourself something to drink because we're going to get raw, real, and relaxed. This is Cheekies and Chill. This episode is dedicated to anyone in their teens, 20s, or even 30s. Look, life can be really complicated, and there are a lot of things I wish I knew when I was younger. When I was thinking about putting together this episode, I was thinking about some of the lessons I've learned and the mistakes I've made along the way, and I want to share some of those things with you so you don't have to learn the hard way. Let's start with our teenage years. Trying to fit in. It's a huge thing in school. It's what's trending, what's cool, what shoes does that person have on? If I don't have those shoes, I'm not cool. If I'm not wearing the right clothes, like I wish I would have known that that stuff is so not important because a lot of the people that you meet in school, in junior high, in high school, a lot of those people aren't in your life for a long time. I mean, maybe in your case there is, but in my life, I look back and I'm like, the people that I was worried about, there was this one girl that I was kind of like obsessed with that she was just so pretty. She had the perfect hair. She had like, I feel like everything in her life was perfect. And I was low key obsessed. And her life turned out to be completely different. She was very mean. She was a mean girl to me. But if I would have known like, dude, it doesn't even matter what you think about me. It doesn't matter if I do have like, I mean, I 
I'm going to be honest. We had, I had to go to Payless to get my shoes. The kids were wearing Fila's. Fila's were like the thing back then. And I had LA gears, you know what I mean? With the little lights and it just wasn't the cool thing. But now I'm like, I wish I can go back to like my high school reunion and all those people that were mean, the guys. It's like, hey, look, look at me now, you know? (laughs) So it's like fitting in is something that I think it's not that deep, you guys, if you really think about it. All right. Well, anyways, let's talk about an important topic, which is sex. Okay. And this is a lot of adult content. So just, you know, FYI, anyone that's under 18, and you guys know I'm always very open and transparent with you guys. So when I had my first official boyfriend, I was 16. Thank God he was a very nice guy. And he was two years older than me, but he never pressured me into doing anything I didn't want to do. Uh, which was awesome. But you got to be careful with those guys, okay? Especially during that age, 16, 17, 18 in high school. Like a lot of these boys, I'm not saying all of them, a lot of these boys want to have sex. Even girls, okay? I'm not saying that just boys, but even girls. You guys have to be very careful with that and make sure that you are dating someone that's going to respect your boundaries and respect your private parts, especially if you are not ready. And I personally... Wouldn't recommend having sex until like your 20s personally, but if you've already had sex or if you did, I did things here and there, you know, we messed around when I was 16, 17. I was too scared to like kind of go all the way because I didn't want my mom to find out. You know, I wanted my mom to think I was a virgin forever. But then when I had my boyfriend at 19, which was Hector. I've talked about him here on the pod. He was my mom's teddy bear or whatever. Anyways, I was dating him for about four years and that became more of a serious relationship and it was different. But you guys, the advice that I have as a big sister is don't let anyone pressure you into something that you don't want to do. Don't feel that you need to have sex because it's the cool thing to do. I feel totally okay with Junior and Hector I felt like they were respectful boys and my mom approved. So that made me feel a little bit more safe. But you guys, if I can tell you anything, if you start having sex early, even if you don't want to talk to your mom about it, because I know it's a delicate subject and sometimes we're embarrassed and we want our parents to think that, you know, we would never, you know, it's a natural thing that happens. Make sure you go to the clinic and get yourself on birth control if you're not ready to have kids or use a condom, use a condom. Why? Because everyone's like, oh, it doesn't feel the same. But especially if you're young, you still like have a lot to learn. You still have a lot of things that you got to like figure out. So if you want to have a kid, that's that's your prerogative. Fine. But also there's STDs out there, you guys. There's HPV. There are a lot of sexually transmitted diseases that you need to take care of yourself. So make sure you wrap it, you know, wear a hat to the party get on birth control and go to a clinic and ask questions and and do that whole thing. I wish I would have done that because I talked about it here on the podcast on Cheekies and Chill as well. I, I was pregnant at 19. My mom never found out. And I, I wish I would have gotten myself on birth control. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't ready to have a baby. And even though I had a miscarriage, still like my body went through so much and I felt like I could have prevented that. And It was just a very difficult time and have to go through it alone because I wasn't telling my mom. I told one friend and one aunt and that was it. So that's just, you know, a little something there, a little side note for you guys. And just talking about like my situation and also as a second mother to my siblings, my mom was very open later on in my life, not when I was younger. 
I think it was just a little very foreign. And as I got older and she did find out I was having sex and stuff like that, she became a lot more open, especially with like my other siblings and with Mikey. Like if Mikey went out with his friends, she'd be like, make sure you if you do the hanky panky, make sure you wear a condom, you know, and I kind of got like that humor. Very serious, but with a little bit of like, you know, humor behind it with with Johnny and Jenica, who who I basically raised, you know, and I was very open. And that's something that as parents, I mean, I mean, I don't have children of my own, but I raise my siblings. So I consider myself a parent. I feel like we need to be more comfortable with having those type of conversations, open conversations with our children about birth control, about protection, about Everything and anything, especially about your private parts, about taking care of them and making sure no one touches you there. And, and it's not OK if it's a certain someone or you know what I mean? Like having those conversations, because in our culture, I feel that it's still very much taboo a little more with the older generation. But like the younger moms, I do see it happening a little bit more. I see it with my sister as well. She talks to, you know, my nieces about that and, and about how to protect themselves their privates and stuff like that. And. I did that with my siblings, Johnny and Jenica, and I talked to them about sex very early on. And when Johnny was young, and especially with Jenica too, like I would change in front of them. Like there's nothing wrong with that because I don't want them to feel like, oh my gosh, imagine he's 15 and he sees a pair of boobs for the first time. He's He wasn't shocked. He was like, oh, okay, those are boobs. All right, cool. Like to get familiar with like the feminine body and, you know, the masculine body, like there's nothing wrong with that. So I was very open and all of it, I've been through it with both of them, with all of them, actually, with Mikey. We're all very open. We're a very open family. We talk about, you know, personal things, intimate things. Uh, but I think that that's beautiful. When I have my own kids, I want to talk to them about all of it. I think that's why God made me a big sister, because I love it. Like, if I, I, I want to prevent my siblings, my children, you guys, my listeners, from making the same mistakes I made. Okay, so the next topic I want to bring up is social media because it's almost impossible for teens not to be exposed to it. When I was growing up, it didn't exist, but now it's everywhere and there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way and to post certain things. Ugh. And I'm telling you guys, even as a grown-ass woman, I sometimes still feel the pressures of having to post and having to say hello and I forgot or I forget sometimes because, again, I'm very like adamant about balancing my life between my personal and my career and my socials. But there are times when I feel that pressure of like I need to, quote unquote, fit in into social media and I can't even imagine And I talk to like my goddaughter who just turned 15 and it's like, well, this is what's cool right now. This is what everyone's listening to. Like, oh, that song isn't in anymore. And I'm just like, you guys, there's something so amazing that you guys are missing about individuality of like really loving who you are and being unique. I now enjoy standing out and doing things that are different and taking risks and not necessarily following the pattern that everyone else is. I kind of want to like dance and walk and march at the beat of my own drum. I wish I would have known this when I was younger and now with social media, like I'm very like, uh-uh, wait, I'm kind of getting stuck in the rat race of social media and I got to step back a little bit and I will take my breaks. Like, let me not get on social media this entire weekend. I need a break. My mind needs a break. My spirit needs a break. I need to go on a hike. I need to read a book. I need to go and and touch the trees and smell the roses and I don't know, like go freaking rub my feet, my bare feet on the grass. Like get grounded with earth, you guys. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, I see older, older women stuck 
on the computer on Facebook talking shit. And I am like, what? If it's not something nice and you're not feeding someone something nice and words of life on social media, like do yourself a favor and, and just stay away. So that's that. That's social media. Now let's move on to education, to college. Education is something I've always, always been an advocate of because it's knowledge is power, you guys. It's something that no one can ever take away from you. And I didn't go to college. I did like bartending school and little courses here and there. I did esthetician school. So I did courses and that made me happy. And I'm so glad that I I did that. I do feel that college and education, even if you don't go you know, and get a whole ass degree, I think just diving into something, whatever it is that you are into is very important. And I'm telling you this from personal experience. When I was asked to move out of my mom's house at 26, I had just dedicated my entire life to my mom, to my siblings. I knew nothing else. So when life and God and the universe made me step back and say, okay, well, now you have all this time on your hands in that moment. And I don't regret everything that I did because I learned so much. I always say I went to the University of Hard Knock Life and my professor was Jenny Rivera. And I had a great professor and I learned a lot. But in that moment, when I was 26, I had no job. I had really no responsibilities because I was taking care of my siblings and the home, my mom's home. And I was just like, oh, well, now what do I do with my life? And I did wish in that moment I would have gone to college. I wish it was pushed on me a little more because my mom didn't really think that education was important. And and that's okay. That's her. And and she went to college. The crazy thing is that my mom was a straight A student. She was valedictorian of her class. I mean, went to college, got her associate's degree, but she wasn't huge on telling us to go to college. She's like, you don't really need it. Don't worry. Like you're a businesswoman. And I I am grateful because I am. My, My first love was being an entrepreneur and I had the privilege and the blessing to be able to help my mom and her businesses and build her businesses and learn. But what if, imagine if I would have gone to college for business, I would have prevented myself from making so many mistakes and learning the hard way. So it's never too late, I feel, to go to school. There's no shame. Learning something for yourself, for your future, something you could put under your belt, I think is beautiful, wonderful, You have nothing to lose, if anything, everything to gain. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Let's move on to our 20s. Let's start with relationships. I've had my fair share of experiences. I've dated. I've been in situationships. Yes, situationships. I've also been in relationships and I've been married. That was in my 30s, but we're still going to get into it here. Okay. What can I tell you? I'm somewhat of a serial monogamous. I do better in a monogamous relationship. I just enjoy it. I like having a companion. I like having a partner. And it's been a good and a bad thing. Because I think in between relationships, I haven't given myself enough time to heal. And I haven't really been alone for a long time, you guys. I was either talking to someone and it was a situationship. So it wasn't like we're together, together, but we're cool and we do have fun. But there's not that responsibility or that title of boyfriend and girlfriend, which honestly sucks. It wasn't my thing, especially. And I talked about this here on the on the podcast about a guy named Sergio. I think it was on my Valentine's Day episode. Go back and listen to that. But he was a very situationship situation and it sucked. So I would avoid that at all costs. If the person is not on the same page with you, just don't even go there unless you're like, okay, this is just sex. We're cool. Don't call me. I don't call you. We'll just hook up once in a while. Cool. I've never been able to be that type of girl. I just don't know how to do it. So I've always been in a relationship. But I can say the first two serious relationships I had my younger years ended mainly because of it was my fault. I just was too wrapped up into like my family and doing my own thing that I feel like I didn't give the relationship the respect and the time that it required. But also in my adult years, I've had two other, or now my third with Emilio, <laughs> um, you know, serious relationships. And the two that I had before this one with Emilio, without saying any names, it was an emotional roller coaster. And I wish I would have gotten myself out of those relationships a lot sooner. I'm grateful with them because, again, I did learn. I grew. I matured. I realized what I wanted and didn't want in a person and what I wanted to change within myself. But if there is any advice that I can give you guys when it comes to relationship is really giving yourself the time to heal between relationships. 
if you're a serial monogamist like myself. From my marriage that lasted less than a year, I think I gave myself, what, like six months before I dived into my relationship with Emilio. And I feel like I did a lot of work. I did therapy. But I feel, and to be honest, to be quite frank, I don't feel like it was enough time because I'm still learning. And I'm still like catching myself doing things here and there that I'm not necessarily proud of or I don't want to hurt the person that I'm with. So that's the best advice I can give you guys. And for those of you that are listening that aren't in a relationship yet, but want to be in a relationship, in a healthy relationship, my big sister advice to you is, and I'm sure you've seen this in quotes and somewhere on Instagram, become the person you want to meet. So whatever it is that you are looking for in a partner, make sure that you are leading by example, that you're first doing those things because we will attract somewhat of what we are or the things that we need to heal. So that's why I'm telling you it is important to take that time to heal yourself, to really figure out what you really want, who you are, what you want out of a healthy relationship before stepping into one. And on the other side of the token, maybe those of you that are listening are in a relationship that you're not too sure if you should be in anymore. And I was in that situation where for two years, I knew I need to get myself out of this, but I just didn't know how to. And just for the sake of being in the moment and we had an event coming up, I wouldn't end the relationship because we had future plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we had this fiesta we had to be at. Or I was just waiting for the next fight to just say, okay, the next fight for sure, it's going to happen. And you're doing such a disservice for yourself. The question is probably, well, how do you know if I'm not happy anymore, if I shouldn't be in this relationship? The first indication is if that person isn't emotionally available the way that you are, if they are not trying the way that you're trying to fix the issues, if you constantly find yourself chasing that person and being the first one to apologize and trying to fix it. Like it, it's a two way street here. It has to be fair, you know, as much as possible because there are times where it'll be, you know, the other way around, but that's one, that's, that's an indication. Another indication is if you don't have peace, this is the biggest one. If you don't have peace, if this person is causing you more turmoil, more stress, more sadness, more depression, more anxiety than happiness, that person is making you more of a bad version of yourself and bringing out the worst in you, then that's when you know, I, I need to get out of this. Is this person is hurting you. Of course, if they're hitting you, there's domestic violence, they're cheating. Like I would tell you, girl, boy, get out of that. Like no one deserves that. But if they're also verbally abusing you and they're not making you feel like your best self, all of those are indications of you're not in the right relationship because now that I'm in a healthier relationship, because it's not perfect, but it's a lot better than what I've had before. Now I'm like, damn, I kind of, in a way, a little bit wasted time on these people that didn't make me feel this great. You know, Emilio tells me I'm beautiful every single day. He loves every part of my body and he could be lying and, and I'm probably, yeah, I'm not perfect, but it goes to show you like we all deserve and there's, all, there's that one person that's going to love us and value, that's the word, value us for who we are, flaws and all, 
because I know I'm not perfect and I have scars here and there and I have stretch marks and I have cellulite, but he feels that I'm the most and sees me like the most beautiful thing ever and he makes me feel it more than anything. So if your partner is not making you feel that, making you feel worse and you're having worse days than good days, then that's a huge red ass flag for you to say, peace out, this isn't for me. I no longer have peace in this relationship. Just think about it. Okay, now moving on, I'm gonna touch certain subjects that I think are important for you guys to know. For instance, finances. I wish I would have saved a lot more money in my 20s. So I would suggest for you guys to start saving money. The sooner, the better. For a rainy day, for a vacation, for whatever, honestly. I think it is so important. $50, $20, whatever it is that you can, just put to the side and pretend it does not exist. Even now, in my 30s, it's like, wait, I ask myself, do I really need this? Is this a luxury or is this just a want? Is this a necessity when you're buying something? You know, is this something that I absolutely need or is this just something that I desire? Ask yourself those questions when you go out to the mall and I do that. And there are times because on social media, they get you and they're sending ads all the time. And I'm like, oh, it's so easy to just press buy when I'm like, no, I don't really need that, Janae, that that's a waste of money. Like really learning and understanding the value of money and how from one day to another we could have it and then we could not have it. You know what I mean? So for sure, save whatever it is, a little bit, a lot, it's important. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you can get your life insurance going, I would say do that sooner rather than later. I started getting my life insurance when I was, I was in my 20s, you guys. I got my first life insurance. I have two now. Just because I think it's of a responsible person to have that for your loved ones, for your protection. There are life insurances out there, you guys, that you can look into that's kind of like a savings account as well where you can put money in every year and it can go like if, God forbid, you pass away, you leave it to your beneficiary, to someone of your choice, whatever the amount is. But also if you get to a certain age, that could be somewhat of like a savings account where you could pull that money out, the money that you've been investing in that life insurance if you find yourself in a pickle. So life insurance, it's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about that I'm just gonna say, big sister advice, look into it, just saying. Now, investing, I'm gonna tell you, I wish I would have known this earlier, Investing your money in something that's going like a life insurance, for instance. You know what I mean? Like I said, that's kind of, that's somewhat of an investment. Investing in commercial properties, in residential properties. If you have extra money, like invest it in a business. It could be 5,000, 2,000. You can start a business. Now with the beauty of social media, you can start a small business with a small amount of money and grow from there. I do really believe now more than ever, like I, my goal this year for me is to invest in properties. Like now I'm ready. Now I'm like, okay, instead of spending on dumb shit, like I need to save my money and invest on something that's going to take care of my future, you know, because I don't have a 401k. I gotta, we gotta think about those things. Now, another thing that your big sister wants to tell you is, and I always talk about it, therapy, you guys, therapy will literally save your life. Getting therapy doesn't make you a weak person. It doesn't mean that you are less than anyone or you are broken. That's not what it means. It means you are smart. Why? Because there are a lot of things that we can't talk about with our loved ones, with our partner, with our friends. And there are things we shouldn't talk about with anyone else, but a therapist, someone that has an unbiased opinion that's gonna give you some straight up advice, you know, some life advice. Therapy or life coaching, I'm, I'm huge on both and I have a mentor and I have a life coach and I have a therapist. I have all three. Those things are important to me. I'd rather invest in my therapy, life coaching, mentorship 
than even in getting my hair extensions in. So it's something to think about. Even if you can afford it once a month, once every two months, you guys, it's something that I highly, highly, highly recommend for your mental health. There's so much power and vulnerability, and that's part of being vulnerable, okay? Now, aging gracefully, you guys, there could be two ways to this because some people could say aging gracefully means don't get any Botox, don't get any fillers, like just age, you know, gracefully. Cool, if that's what you want to do. Now, I love Botox, love filler, love that. If you can afford it, I have my little fun on the side. I put a little money in there to make sure that I can I can get Botox. I, I want to work to get Botox. That's the way I want to age. But also part of aging gracefully is taking care of your insides, taking your vitamins, taking your greens, drinking green juices, working out is part of aging gracefully. Your skincare products, you guys, wearing SPF every single day, men and women. I can't stress enough how important it is to protect yourself from the sun. I love the sun. The sun is my homie, but he is can be kind of like a toxic little boyfriend. So you have to protect yourself from him. So wear your SPF, at least SPF 30. Wear it every single day. It doesn't matter if it's cloudy. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too early or too late to start SPF, you guys. But yes, all those things I mentioned, vitamins, taking care of yourself, eating good, you guys, giving your body, instead of just eating to eat, it's eating to feed your body to give it good soil so that it can be good back to you. So that's part of aging gracefully. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, 
And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Now we're entering our 30s. I feel like in your 30s, you kind of already went through a lot of shit in your 20s and you kind of like know who you are, but you're like, how do I find my way? Now let's talk about finding your purpose. So it takes a while and it takes a lot of practice, meaning you have to be intentional. I love that word, you guys. You know this already on the Cheekies and Chill podcast. I love intentional because that's what it's about, living your life with intent. It's knowing who you are before you can find your way. So finding your who before you find your way. Who am I? What do I want out of life? What am I here for? Because we all have a purpose. We all have a mission, a godly purpose here on earth. And it doesn't have to be, you know, an actress on TV and you touch a lot of hearts all at once or a singer. It could be in a small community with your friends and family, with your coworkers. It's what do I want to give the world? What do I want to give back? What footprint do I want to leave on this earth? You know, and living your life with intent is part of living your purpose. Every single day taking a step towards that and doing something positive and an act of kindness every day, not only for yourself, it starts with you being kind to yourself, but also for other people is part of your purpose. And it just helps you live better, I feel. Also, being okay with stepping out of your comfort zone. That's one thing that I've learned and I've embraced in my 30s. I think in our 20s, in our teens as well, of course, even more so, we want to fit in and look the part and act the part. And now in my 30s, I'm like, no, I kind of have a little bit of fun stepping out of the box. I don't want to be kept in a box. I don't want for me to be predictable. You know, it's like, oh, I already expect that from her. No, like I want to do things different. I want to take risks and you should be okay with stepping out of your comfort zone. There's so much to learn and so much to grow from like stepping out of what you're used to. That's huge, you guys. And I think your 30s is like the time to do it where you're like, you know, I'm gonna try something different. Also, boundaries. Boundaries are huge, you guys. And if you can learn them, the sooner the better. I'm telling you because for a lot of my life, I didn't have boundaries. I didn't know about boundaries until like later in my later like 20s. Really respecting your boundaries and other people's boundaries is crucial for your mental health where it's okay to say no to other people in order to say yes to yourself. Sometimes I feel like we're always trying to make other people happy and not disappoint anybody that we cause ourselves to be sad and we feel empty, but because we've given so much to other people and it's okay for you to say, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't have peace. I don't feel peace with that decision. I don't want to go there because I don't like it. Like it's okay for you to be your own individual person and say no. There's a lot of power in simply saying, no, thank you. You don't have to be mean about it. It's just creating that boundary and learning that it's okay for you to sometimes disappoint other people in order to make yourself happy. So boundaries, they're good to have them. Don't have walls. Walls are different. I'm talking about boundaries of just being very clear as to what you want and you don't want. Now, toxic people. Okay, now that we're talking about boundaries, Toxic people, in my books, I call them toxic voices. They're always going to be around on social media, at work, at school. It doesn't matter where you're at. Unfortunately, 
they exist. They're a part of the world. Like there's good, there's bad. The yin and the yang. It is what it is. The faster you learn to just know that they exist and the faster you learn to ignore them, the better. Is it a lot easier said than done? Yes, it is. But when you learn to tune them out and just know it's just noise, it's just people that are trying to keep me from reaching my goal, from losing my focus, you're like, it's not even worth it. I'm not going to pay attention. I'm not going to bark back. I'm not going to comment back and talk crap back. I've learned now in my 30s, you guys, it's not even fucking worth it. Like I spent so much time and I wasted so much time arguing and trying to prove a point. Me desgaste. I depleted myself emotionally, mentally, spiritually, trying to fight back when it's like, why am I going to waste my energy on people and on things that are stuck in their ways anyways? And I'm not going to be able to change their mind. So why even try? The best thing I could do is just keep going. Como dicen, cuando ladran los perros es porque vas avanzando. Vas a, estás haciendo algo bien. So if people are talking crap, it's because you're doing something right. So just keep on that road and try to tune them out. Of course, I defend myself in a classy way. You know, it's learning to find the way to do it. But the best thing you could do is ignore them. I do want to talk about habits and discipline. It's something that I talk about here on the podcast all the time. But being disciplined, okay, creating habits, creating a routine, especially in your 30s, that's when I started it, like hardcore, when I really was like, okay, there is a lot of importance in having a routine and being disciplined with that routine. And you just feel accomplished. You feel good. You feel better being consistent. The key to success is consistency. It's discipline. It's creating a habit. It's a routine. So just keep that in the back of your mind, okay? Whatever that means to you. And to close off, you guys, something light and fun. I've learned that traveling is amazing. You don't have to go to Dubai or to Paris. You know, I understand traveling is expensive, but it also goes back to saving money and putting some money to the side to say once a year, I want to give myself a chance to go see the world. It could even be a drive down to Palm Springs if you live in LA, to the mountains. It could be something small, a road trip, but to really step out again of your comfort zone and go and smell the fresh air and do something completely different from what you usually do. That's a great way of investing in yourself, in your future in your happiness, in your peace. Now, like that's a huge part of my life. Now I'm like, I want to take one or two big trips and I need to find the balance between my work and my home and also what makes Janae happy. You know what I mean? Like I can't focus all the all the time on just cheekies, cheekies, cheekies on work. It's like I, I had to set the rule and the boundary of telling my team, guys, I need some time off. I need at least a day off of the week where I could just do whatever the hell I want, maybe two. And I need these days off because I'm going to go, I don't know, anywhere. And I have my little piggy bank, my little savings for that. So that's just a little advice that I've learned a little later in my life. The importance of just resting, whatever that means to you, whether it's traveling to a beach or whatever you can afford, but really just resting your mind and your soul and finding that balance, you guys, between work and life and what makes you happy and seeing the world because there's so much beauty out there, you guys. Take the time to stop and smell the roses. <sighs> wow, I feel like we've covered so much today. We definitely did. It all came from my heart. 
from a big sister's perspective, I want the best for you guys all the time. You guys are my listeners. You guys have given me so much. And this is my way of giving back to you guys. And feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would benefit from it. This is an advice episode from your big sister, Cheekies. Or actually, should I say Janae? So make sure you share it. I hope it can help all of you. Now, you guys know we always end Cheekies and Chill with a quote. So the quote for today is directly to you, okay? When life's hills become too steep to climb on my own, my sister, me, okay, takes my hand and reminds me that I didn't have to climb it alone to begin with. So this one is from my heart to yours. Even if I'm younger than you, especially if I'm older than you, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, I want to be your big sister. So that's what Cheekies and Chill, Dear Cheekies, is all about. So thank you guys for listening. Los quiero con todo mi corazón. And thank you for making my life a better and happier place. Besitos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash cheekies and chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Cheekies, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.